Hi, everybody. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue is be a woman and be a man. Embrace your femininity. Embrace your masculinity. You're each taking initiative, maybe at different times. Well, it's going to look different depending on, you know, your polarity in a relationship. So if you're a very masculine woman, you know, you're going to be maybe a little more, you know, in charge and a little more the aggressor, a little more, um, you know, the one that says, you know, Let's go. Right. <laughs> do this, do that. This and is what if I want. You're, you know, but if you're, um, if you're a very masculine man, I think it can, at least for me as a very feminine woman, it's very, very sexy. It's very much that, you know... Um, it's a relief. I just told my husband this last night. I'm like, it's such a relief. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. One of the best pieces of advice I ever got from my father was when he said to me, don't ever depend on a man to take care of you. And it was great advice because it really set me up to take care of myself. Although I did say to him, but mom, 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 you know, depends on you. But anyway, smart ass I was. Um, he, he really, really, really helped me take care of myself, teach myself how to be very independent. And then I went on to college, I got two degrees and an advanced degree and proceeded to have a successful career in TV news. So I was always very independent. My sisters and I still are able to take care of myself in all ways. You know, one of the favorite things I guess I said as a kid was I do it. I'm still that way. But it would have been nice if he would have also said it's okay, Lynn, if you let a man take care of you like, you know, although you know, he would run with me when I was in high school. I ran tracks. So I thought I thought I was an athlete. Anyway, and I had I would have to run, and he would he would run with me at night when he got home from work, and he always ran on the outside of the street. And I didn't understand that till later. It was because he was you know if anybody gets hit, he would be hit first. He's always very grabby too with me. He'd grab my arm and we'd walk across the street. But that was because he was trying to protect me. You know, he was being his masculine protective self. So kind of interesting, right? Little, I didn't, I, I felt he was trying to control me <laughs> because I was so focused on being independent, you know, kind of twisted. So that's the problem that a lot of us women have, at least, you know, in my generation, I even think the younger generation more so. We want to be independent and we are, and we don't give men a chance to take care of us in many ways. And I'm not just talking about like financially, although here in South Florida, I hear all the time, I want a man who takes care of me. Um, <laughs> Or we don't give them a chance to exercise their masculinity masculinity, or allow us the chance to exercise our femininity. You know, it's so funny. I don't know if this has anything to do with this podcast. I just wanted to put it out there. But I said, when I got, after I got divorced, I said, next time I'm marrying for money. And my girlfriends and I, we laughed about it. And I kind of half meant it. And then I also knew that I didn't mean it. Because what I was really trying to say to the universe and myself was, I'm I'm willing to allow somebody to take care of me. And I'm not talking just financially. And, you know, so I, I mean, a firefighter paramedic. And I'm, you know, I'm married for love. And I do feel very taken care of in different, different parts of our uh, relationship. So I did get what I asked for. Um, so we're going to talk about this today, and I hope everybody can relate. Today's guest is a favorite of our show, Carolyn Wheeler-Garcia, psychotherapist here in South Florida. Thank you, Carolyn, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. So what do you think about, I know you, you. this is one of your favorite subjects too. It is. So what do you think about that, us 
us independent women? Well, you know, it's interesting because you started off the this little broadcast by talking about your husband, your spouse, and that he's a firefighter and um, that, you know, you feel very taken care of. And I think, I suspect you probably feel very safe. Yes. Um, which is probably a very new feeling for you. So um, that doesn't surprise me at all because I suspect that your your spouse, and I don't know him, your other your other half or rather your other whole, um, I suspect that he's very masculine and that works for you because I experience you as very feminine. Um, you have very feminine energy and essence about you. And um, Boy, so- I love being analyzed. <laughs> it's a turn on. Ooh, this is so exciting. My brain stimulated. Yes, you're right. 100%. So even though you're this, you know, career woman and this driving force, ultimately, you are very, very feminine and very soft uh, underneath that. And I see that very clearly about you. Um, so that's really speaks to the laws of polarity, right? So what is the law of polarity? Um, like you can't have hot without cold, you can't have masculine without feminine. So when we talk about relationships and polarity, it's very important to understand your essence and look for the the polarity in your partner. So if you're a very masculine woman, you're going to be attracted to a more feminine man. If you're a more feminine woman, you're going to be more attracted to a masculine man. And that's natural and that's normal and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so yeah, so it doesn't surprise me um, that you are now able to uh, do what most women want to do in relationship, which is to rest and surrender. And that's such a nice feeling. It really is. <laughs> it's it, a nice feeling. So how do we... You, we you know, when I talked to you on the phone about the podcast that we were going to do, you mm-hmm. brought this up. So mm. what... Wh- why is this subject important to you? And do you see there's some sort of crisis out there? I do. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's a concerning. Um, it's important to me. It became kind of important to me because I'm raising two boys. Um, you get just what you need in life. And I got two boys. I had some healing to do surrounding men. And, you know, the universe sent me what I needed. Mm-hmm. So I started kind of noticing um, when they were very little that they were kind of getting the message that, you know, they were wrong just for being male. Um, first example, we'd go to this gym class and neither of them could sit in circle time and the teacher would lose her mind because they couldn't sit. And I never expected a two-year-old boy to sit, but it kind of left an impression because they were getting the message that their essential boyness, their essential maleness was wrong. wrong. Yeah, And, you know, the little girls would sit there mm-hmm. and politely and do what they were supposed to do. And my two terrors would be you know, running around like crazy. And I started really thinking about, and then it continued through school. Um, I noticed that most of their teachers were female. Um, I noticed that a lot of the materials were, were books that maybe girls would enjoy more than boys. Um, so I started kind of seeing this pattern and then it kind of played out also at, at work, uh, with my clients, certainly forties and under, um, I saw a lot of couples coming in, um, and the wife would say, you know, they don't plan anything and I'm in charge of everything. And I saw a lot of the dynamic of women mothering their spouse. Um, and of course, what comes along with that is nobody's having sex because, you know, who wants to have sex with their mother? Wants to have sex God. with their mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's a whole other show. Yeah, yeah it sure is. <laughs> um, so I kind of started seeing, and then I saw a lot of kind of, um, 
men that I didn't feel were really in their masculine power. Um, so what does that look like? It looks like guys that aren't just living their life's purpose, you know, um, just kind of adrift, adrift, and not quite sure how to be a masculine man, how to be in their power as a man. So let's talk about that. Okay, so masculine, there's this kind of idea about masculinity, um, that it's toxic, and it doesn't have to be, you know, when we talk about toxic masculinity, yeah, we talk about a guy that's, you know, loud and aggressive. And and that's not um, what true masculinity is at all. True masculinity is is confident, and it's quiet, very quiet. It's almost a rock. It's a feeling. It's a force. Mm-hmm. And you've, I'm sure you feel it from your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no need to be loud and aggressive when you're truly in your true masculine self. It, it's a quiet force. And it's beautiful to witness. How, how can, what, what's your, what are your best tips to help men get there? Or what can you say to men to help them get in their own power? Okay, so I, I, you know, I speak to them about are they living their life's purpose, right? Um, too often, and what do I mean by a life's purpose? That means like, are they fully inhabiting their life? Um, are they fully inhabiting their job? Their, are they, you know, stepping forward with their woman? Are they stepping forward with their children? Are they stepping forward with their friendships? Or are they just kind of coasting through existence? Mm. And I think you can see a difference in men that are living their life's purpose and men that are, are coasting. What, and, what does each look like? Um, tell me tell me what a guy coasting okay, looks like. I'll give you a guy coasting uh, laziness. Um, you know, when their wife asks them to clean out the garage, you know, that, that dynamic of like the mothering dynamic and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, later, later, later. And they, they make promises they don't keep and, um, don't take initiative. They don't take initiative. Exactly. Um, when I, I use an analogy in therapy with these couples and, um, so it kind of goes like this, like the man is going off to war and he's saying, you know, I have to go, I have to go to war. And the woman in his life is saying, please don't go, please don't go. And she's crying and, and, and out the door he goes, right? And that's, that's a man living his life's purpose. Well, men today are stopping at the door and they're saying, okay, I won't go. Mm. I'll come back in. And then who's going to war? The woman? Right. Well, oftentimes, <laughs> yeah. And that's not sexy. Uh, right. So, so a man not in his power and in his masculinity is letting a woman do everything. Oftentimes. We're overperforming. And, and what that does is it allows them to underperform. Ah, uh, so And then we start to mother. Uh, okay, so a woman not in her femininity is that picture. Yes. Mothering, nagging. Yes. Oh. She has to nag because he's, he's not doing anything. Yeah. And then it's a cycle. It's a horrible cycle. And then, of course, nobody's having sex with anybody because who wants to do that well if you are having sex what does not being in your what does that look like in the bedroom you know what i mean i think i can imagine but it doesn't look good right let's just say that it looks like sex out of obligation um like oh we checked the box you know it's friday right it's friday yeah (laughs) we had sex and it's not inspiring it's not um it's not connected it's um Goal driven, meaning mm. just okay. He came, she came, we're done. <laughs> check, check, check. Okay. So, g- good, 
uh, when you are truly in your femininity and you're mm. and, and 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 by the way i should have said this in the beginning of the podcast um this can be also for same-sex couples too of course it doesn't matter what your what what your body looks like um so but for a couple a healthy couple in the bedroom to be in their true femininity and true masculinity i would imagine looks like you're each taking initiative maybe at different times well it's going to look different depending on you know your polarity in a relationship so if Mm -hmm. you're a very masculine woman you know you're going to be maybe a little more you know in charge and a little more the aggressor a little more um you know the one that says you know Let's go. Right. Do this, do that. <laughs> this is and what if I want. You're, you know, but if you're, um, if you're a very masculine man, I think it can, at least for me as a very feminine woman, it's very, very sexy. It's very much that, you know, um, it's a relief. I just told my husband this last night. I'm like, it's such a relief because I have so much. I'm mean, not into the SM, but I mean, I understand that's like an extreme. But it's, I was saying it's such a relief to, since I have so much control, I have to have so much control in my 90% of my life to be like, okay, you take over, you take the wheel, Jesus, right. you know, in the so, bedroom. Yeah. So for, I hear that a lot. I hear women. that, you know, um, it is a relief to women to have a man kind of take them. I mean, that's why, come on, let's talk about like all these books out there, like uh, Fifty Shades. And why do you think it was such a bestseller? Why do you think it was a bestseller? Because that's a kind of a great fantasy of what women really want on some level they want to be kind of like dragged across the bed and you know it's sexy yes hot right if you're into that if you're into that (laughs) oh my i just watched (laughs) i just watched that movie for the first time a couple weeks ago and it was so cheesy but so good i couldn't take my eyes off terribly written exactly what you're talking about (laughs) yeah taking charge so let's talk about the younger generation Mm -hmm. um you know, I still, my son is, is 21 and I'm still, you know, every now and then he forgets to open, open the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just see like his generation, like women are not women. I think it's getting worse. I think women are over or we're teaching young women to overperform, take care of yourself. Absolutely. And what happened to the door open? Like somebody said, some guy my age said recently, you know, why do I have to open the door? You can do it. And I go, yeah, I know I can do it, but it's nice. It's and, nice. And like, I think he was waiting for me to say, well, what are you doing for me? Mm-hmm. So boys, I mean, I think the younger generation is really afraid. Um, men are really afraid. They're afraid to say the wrong thing, do mm. the wrong thing. They're afraid they're going to, you know, God forbid, do something wrong and end up on someone's blog or podcast or, um, so I think they're very neutered. Um, they're, they're very, how did that happen? Well, you know, I think the pendulum swung maybe a little further than we wanted. We we burned too much, too much, too many of our bras. (laughs) I didn't live through that period, but, um, and, and listen, I'm a radical feminist. Um, I believe that we're, you know, inequality and, and everything, but I, I think, because men are so afraid to just be who they are as men. Uh, so they just don't do anything. They're just kind of frozen. And what, what do you tell them? I tell them it's okay to be, to be male. They want, mm-hmm. they've never even heard that. They get the message loud and clear that it's not, you know, that they have to apologize for their very essence, which well, is interesting. Cause it's what women did. You know, that's what we've, done historically right. so that she was now on the other foot so you talk about you know 
teaching your boys it's okay to be a boy, to be masculine, to be male. What do you teach your sons about crying and showing feelings? Because I still feel, you know, um, I raised a 21 year old son, you know, and, and he was taught too, just, you know, in so many words, be a man, don't mm-hmm. cry. Mm-hmm. This isn't anything to cry about. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, and that's so sad because I think there's nothing sexier and, and more yes. and more masculine um, than a man that's truly in touch with his feelings and, yes. and can cry with you. I think that's incredibly sexy and a major turn on. Um, so I've always taught them to try to identify their emotions because typically we show boys that the only acceptable emotion is anger, right? right. It's the only one they're allowed to, to show. In fact, it's so pervasive that I have guys come in and they ask me for a list of emotions because they can't identify Not even a word. They, they don't words. even know the word, Yeah, you know, such as sorrow or, or fear or sadness. And underneath anger is always usually sadness and fear. So they don't even know the words. So I give them a little chart <laughs> so they can start to try Isn't to that amazing? use a different word. I don't know, it is. I don't know if it's sad or what, but yeah, that's sad. An, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what does true masculinity look like? It's not this aggressive, um, you know, in your face feeling. It's a true, um, it's quiet, quiet strength. And it's a little boy who can't sit still at two years old. (laughs) And And it's also, would you say crying or those emotions, they're not just feminine, they're human. They're human. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is your best advice for life? Now you're getting the hang of this. <laughs> In a sentence, Carolyn, on how to embrace your femininity and embrace your masculinity. Yeah, embrace whoever it is that you are. You know, if you're a real if you're a feminine girly girl, it's okay. You don't have to be this hard as nails, cold-hearted, um, you know, tough woman to succeed in this world. You don't have to be a man, you know, in a woman's body, embrace your femininity, embrace your girliness. That's where our power lies. Our power lies in our vulnerability, our ability to be in relationship with others. Our power lies in how we love others as women. That's where our true strength is. Beautiful. And by the way, that goes for, like we just said earlier, whether you're a lesbian or a gay guy, everybody, every human has masculine and feminine qualities. And embrace those. Embrace whatever those qualities are. Embody them. Live them. That's where your strength is. Beautiful. If you want to get a hold of Carolyn Wheeler Garcia, you can contact her on Instagram. She's at Grove Therapy or her number. 305-904-8813. She takes all phone calls. Thanks, she took Lynn. mine. I do. I do. <laughs> a reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. 
I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.